Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, it's uh, Matt here, and uh, today we're going to talk about less is more in trading. My last video, um, which is taking a new format a little bit with a new camera and the new mic that I got, uh, Jake Brick brought to my attention that I've been fidgeting with this uh, pencil too much and uh, this is just part of my stencil that I write on my pad all day and taking notes so I apologize if I uh, distracted you along the way um, in any way today's episode I want to talk about less is more in trading and what do I mean by that what I mean by that is that you have to think very very carefully what you add to your trading recipe because most of the time it is not going to help you now i understand that every single variable that you add could come from two different angles but essentially you have to really think about what you add because what i find is that what most people add does not necessarily help let me get very specific so when people start trading what they do is use a simple method but men are a very complicated creature and what they would do which dominates the trading industry uh, they say okay well let me add a few things and that would make things better and most of the time it does not make things better so let me give you some examples you might start with a certain method that has certain technical or chart setups and then you're saying if i'm going to add another filter i'm going to make better trades not necessarily if you have a good setup you have a good setup think twice whether it's helping you or not it could be an indicator it could be a chart overlay or it could be an additional time frame that you start adding now clearly it could help sometimes if you use it as a reference source but if you are adding things and you have to look at more things to make a decision it will make trading very difficult so if you started three variables to make a decision and now you have a fourth variable fifth variable sixth variable it will not make your trading any easier that's for sure now the problem with adding more variables also 
will be when you go through a rough trading period, meaning that you know you're not making money. And most of the time when you're not making money, it means you're losing money. And then you have to continue trading. And when you stop, um, when you lose money, you also lose a little bit of confidence. And when you lose confidence, you don't execute, but you need to continue executing. Again, that's an individual decision of yours. I'm not here to encourage you to trade or not to trade, but I'm just saying if you experience losses, any trading method experiences losses. But if your method has six variables that you have to verify, it will add further lack of confidence to your trading. What I mean by that, when traders lose or they go through losing periods, their confidence is shattered a little bit about every single trade that they make. And it's understandable. You have to overcome it. It's a psychological obstacle. A lot of people go through that. But if you have more variables to consider, then it will not add more confidence to you. So, for example, if you have a three-variable method versus a six-variable method, when you lack confidence, it is very unlikely that it will be easier for you to execute with a six-variable method. So let's say you say, okay, I'm going through a losing period, a, a losing period and I want to resume my trading you know, let me start looking at new trading setups. And you're not that confident, right? And it's understandable. You lost money. But having more variables, like I said, will not make you more confident in terms of executing your trades. So the idea of adding more things to your trading does not necessarily, like I said, will translate to more successful trading. Look, think of it this way. Imagine you have a, a statue in your hand, right? Now, let's say it's made out of wood. Well, first it started from a log, right? And somebody had to carve into that log in order to create a form out of it. And trading is an art form, believe it or not. It's an art form because it combines psychology, it combines technical skills, combines analytical skills, it has all of that. So it is an art form. But think about that. When wood is turned into a statue, they remove things until it gets a form. And this is your job. Your job is to think twice what you add, because most of the time you should remove. And this philosophy of removing should really be very strong philosophy as part of your trading because you're going to think twice whether you add things that benefit you or not. I've um, seen instances where somebody would come and say, okay, well, I want to program something. I want to program my method. And the first uncomfortable question that I ask is, are you profitable? And if they say, no, I'm not, then what's the point of programming it? Some of them come and say, you know, um, well, if I take, if I take, for example, a, something that is programmed, maybe it will be easier, you know, for the machine to continue executing. And I tell them, if you have a method that you stop, menu, that you stop trading as a discretionary trading, you will also stop it as, um, 
and automated trading because they also go through drawdowns, right? So if, if somebody says, look, I do have a tr winning method on the other hand, and I want to automate it, now it adds the same thing, but that's a positive thing. So always consider what you're adding and removing. Now, this whole philosophy of removing things, it also reflects in psychology of traders, right? When the trader analyzes himself or herself, they would start thinking about the issues that they are having, right? What stops them from trading, the hesitations, you know, when they have feel fear, when they feel greed, when they feel that they're overanalyzing things, when they have uh, expectations of perfection that every trade, you know, should work out. And when it doesn't, you know, then they get upset and some of them get even more than upset. Um, so all those obstacles that are psychological are also things that you have to remove, right? So if you analyze yourself, you say, okay, what do I have to remove out of my, I don't want to call it personality, but I would say I would call it from my analysis that is an obstacle to my trading, you know, getting upset, you know, even if you think about something like uh, excessive trading, when a trader loses money and then he goes and he tries to recover it and he says, well, this market is BS. I can't believe it's doing what it's doing and I need to make my money back, right? And then they lose even more. And I'm sure some of you have been in the markets long enough. It happened to everyone. So um, there's no perfect. It gets to you. But again, you know, this is something that you have to remove. So disciplines are not something that you add onto, but you analyze them and then you say, okay, I got to remove this component. I can't think this way. So whether it's a trading method, whether it's a psychological approach, whether it's going from discretionary to automation, think about the most simple variables that are required for you to make a decision. People think that the more variables they add, and the more they think about it, the better the decision will be. I tend to disagree with that. I think most of the time people know what the right decision is. It's just hard to implement as, as part of our nature. And if we think about it more, you know, we think we've done a better job, even in our personal life. That's just my personal philosophy that most of the time people know what they should do and they don't end up doing it sometimes or they're taking too long in order to do that because they want to make sure that they've thought about it for a very long time, although all the decisions are right there in front of them. So trading is a complex product. Trading is something that where hesitation is not respected because it's timing. And most of you in the futures business, which I assume most of you are day traders because of the leverage and futures trading is, um, more of a trading vehicle as opposed to an investment vehicle, your decision has to be there. Your decision has to be timely. It has to be right. And you can have a lot of distractions out there that would prevent you from executing. Now, there's nothing wrong periodically to take a break. There's nothing wrong. Whether you are 
experiencing not such good periods or very good periods where it's a little bit overwhelming. Both of them could be overwhelming, although it's been, I shouldn't say proven, but psychologists say that the loss, the, the pain of loss is much greater than the gain of making something. So, but whatever period you take a break, it is fine because then you make no decisions. You're just waiting for the water to become, you know, the waves to be normal in your wavelength and in your psychology, and then you resume back to trading. So again, just to summarize, whether you're a beginner or an advanced trader, you know, think of all the things that prevent you from making the right decision. Look at your method. Ask yourself, is every single technical and setup and every single chart helps you make a better decision? Think about your psychology. Is every single variable that sometimes causes you to tilt, you know, which is more of a gambling term that they use, but it does apply in trading where basically you're out of balance with your decision making. Remove that or try at least your best if you can to think about what's causing it and remove that. And simplicity, you know, or having a simple approach to trading also means that you don't have four different softwares, three different softwares that every single one of them has to align to decision making to make a better trade. The quality of a trader or a quality of a trade, in my personal opinion, this is my opinion, is not necessarily judged by the number of variables that is considered to make that decision, but instead it's a better setup. It's a better trade. It's a better trade with better odds that you've learned over time because you observed the market, not because you bought additional software. So I hope all of this will help you. We have very simple software, Optimus Flow. It's free. It has everything you need to execute. Give it a try. It also has a trading journal. Trading Journal also helps you make really good decisions because it narrows down, not based on observation, but based on numbers, where you're making errors. Maybe you're making errors in terms of time. Maybe it's the time that you trade. Maybe it's the markets that you trade. Maybe it's the losses that are too big that you take. So again, you're taking small things and you're removing them and improving them in order to make your trading better. So I hope it helps you. Use Optimus Flow or give it a try at least. It's a good platform. If you click on trades there every day, it automatically goes to your trading journal, which is free of charge. And I think you'll enjoy it. If you have any questions, uh, drop us an email, support at optimistfutures.com. You can always call us. I'd love to earn your business. It's 1-800-771-6748 in North America. And for you local guys out there, um, sorry, for overseas guys that need a local number, it's 561-367-8686. That is all. If you're trading futures, please trade only risk capital. And there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results. I wish you well and have a phenomenal weekend. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.